Welcome, everybody. Episode 82 of the Ileana yeah. Stock Car Radio hey. Podcast. Check out the new digs. You can't see it, but Ileana is behind us. It you is know, the, behind us. The right old, uh, the old, which tree did you live in picture? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, scoured the internet, you know, and although we didn't really scour too far. If, if you see uh, yeah. any, of, any of our video <laughs> thumbnails, you've seen half of this picture in it, so uh you know scoured jeremy's uh file of pictures yeah yeah <laughs> yeah scaled my uh, scaled well your your my... folder doesn't have anywhere near as many pictures as mine does. not even close <laughs> i get i get confused too easily so uh but yeah episode 82 on tap for you guys this week yeah, god we're getting old we're you know one of these days this is going to be a triple digits here and it may even be before the <laughs> end of the year we'll see uh, you got that schedule planned out well, uh, you know, I, I I heard when everybody said, "Hey, when's the next episode?" Well, so we're trying to do that this year. Yeah, we're trying to give you guys uh, some extra episodes. And uh, if you guys aren't familiar with us by now, uh, Jeremy Banning here with you, uh, Jack of all trades, master of none for the S4 Motorsports crew uh, of Grady County Speedway, uh, number thirty super late model, number thirty, uh, number thirty super cup. Yeah, very uh, 33 super late model. Look at you getting lofty ambitions already. I, I know. Well, well, we, it was part of the discussion with our guests coming up here in a little bit. Cameron Preisler that uh, you guys will want to stick around for. And then uh, obviously owner operator, good acre photography, Mr. Chris Goodacre. Oh, hey, you. that's and me. Yeah, that is that is you. And, uh, you know, what, conspicuous what? by his absence. Uh, yeah. I the other half. Who let him well, off this week? Uh, it, it's Kelsey's birthday, so happy birthday, Kelsey. See, we said that on the air. We <laughs> covered our bases. So, yeah, he, he's doing his uh, husbandly duties. Yes, yeah, so we will give him the free pass uh, <laughs> on this caution flag. So uh, he yeah. has, he does get the week off, but uh, he, he will be back, uh, hopefully, with the next episode. Mm. Um, well, you better be. If, if yeah. the plan goes to how we planned it, it's going to be his baby next time. Yeah, exactly. And if he's not, it's going to be demerits. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so we, we will deal with that later. Um, but yeah, as uh, Chris mentioned, man, got our schedule planned out. Uh, heard everybody asking when the next episodes are going to be. So we're keeping them coming here early in 2024, man. So uh, gearing up for race season. I know uh, we NASCAR starting. Got all the stuff going down. Oh, in, yeah, uh, yeah that, that right there is its own hot button topic. Uh, it is. And, <laughs> and, you know, we will we will keep it local here tonight. But regardless, there are race cars on track. Uh, so it's got us all geared up uh, to, to, to get going for the season. But mm -hmm. uh, this episode, Chris, you lined up a great guest for us. Uh, first time victim, I mean guest on the show, <laughs> uh, Cameron Preisler. And, uh, you know, the, the interview with him was great. Uh, and we'll kind of get into it uh, after uh, you know some of our thoughts and, re and reactions to it. Uh, but a lot of good info. He, he was good guest, man. And I, I'm really eager for everybody to hear it. Yeah. So uh, I think without further ado, let's welcome on to Ileana Stock Car Radio. First time for Cameron Preisler. All right, Cameron Preisler, uh, welcome uh, on the Ileana Stock Car Radio podcast. Uh, first time victim, I mean guest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so welcome, uh, welcome in tonight. How's it going? I appreciate you guys having me. Well, uh, I see. Chris twisted your arm to get you on the show. So <laughs> oh yeah, you figured figured out how to how to get in and, and you know get with us virtually here. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's kind of start from the top here. You know, for for those watching that may not be too familiar with you or your history, your story. Uh, you know, I, how how did you get involved in racing? So it kind of all first started off with, you know, once I was born. My whole family did it, you know, my uncle and my cousin. So I kind of went to the track every weekend and 
spend a lot of time there and helping them in the garage and their shop and whatnot. And it kind of all went from there. I, uh, <clears throat> I hung out with them a lot and then I started working at 13 and, uh, saving up money to buy a car off of my uncle. So it went from there. And, um, at about 14, I started racing for my first time and yeah, it's been going smooth so far. So we're uh, going to keep on going. Better knock on some wood there. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so if my research, you know, Chris did his research here, putting the script together. So if mine's right. Uh, guidelines. You are, yeah, guidelines. Yeah, you are. Uh, you're part of the Sontag clan, right? Yes. Yep, that is correct. I didn't want to out him if he didn't want. <laughs> yeah sometimes well, it's good sometimes it's bad well you know our, our buddy Dimmit over there he did his yeah. uh pit, pit stop with uh cameron yeah. uh, in not not too long ago so i did my research and watched the video so uh, so so good on him there so yeah. he kind of already outed himself so you know i figured we just you know <laughs> just kick, kick the can down the road a little bit so, right uh so you got started in the uh pure stock division is that is that yep. right yep that is correct i started when i was 14 i think 14 or 15, I, I have a bad uh, remembering, but no, I'm pretty sure it's 14 is when I first started, and it was the day I turned 14, so I ran, my birthday's in August, so I was able to run like three races, and then the <laughs> season was over by then. Still had to be a, you know, good, uh, good little teaser, right? Get oh, yeah, right oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure you probably didn't want season to end there, right? No, it kept me on my toes all season to get back out there. It was, I had a lot of fun for, in those three races. Yeah, so uh, what year would that have been? I want to say that would have been 2019, I think. Yeah, 2019 would have been my first season. My pictures or anything to go by, yeah, 2019. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so obviously you started there, have to start somewhere and work yep. your way into uh, being the champion of the class uh, just yeah. a couple of seasons ago, man. Talk, talk about that and, and all the work and, and everything that went into that, that championship season. Yeah. So, you know, we, we ran my first full season in 2020 and, you know, we had a decent run. I think I ended up sixth in points. So that was pretty fun, but we kind of wanted to go for a championship and uh, next year. So kind of went on from there and just kept digging and doing our homework, trying to learn more stuff about these uh, cars. So we ended up um, blowing six motors that season. So we, we definitely had to work for it. That's for sure. And I, you know, my dad, even when I was in school, my dad was, uh, he was off for, you know, the day or whatever. And he was putting in a motor before opening night and whatnot. So I can't thank him enough for that, but you know, uh, all the people that have helped me go, uh, win that championship with all the motors and whatnot, I really appreciate them. But yeah, we kind of just, uh, kept digging after, you know, you changed so many, it's like, all right, well, let's do it again. We're kind of used to it by now, but yeah, no, we, uh, I kind of just tried to keep some consistent and, you know, keep the car clean and be there at the end during that, uh, that season try and soak up as many wins as I could. We didn't have a lot of feature wins, but, you know, we were consistent and didn't break out in that division. So it kind of all came together at the end, and we came out on top. Yeah, especially that division. It's, it, it's mm -hmm. hard to keep your, keep your car clean all year. Yeah. yeah. 
so you did that. Uh, you know, it, you're, you're quick right out of the gate, man. Fast times and, and winning and heats and everything. I'm sure uh, kind of the, the family history, I, I'm sure you kind of had uh, had them to lean on a little bit of how to <laughs> yeah. you know, make, make yeah. the car go, go fast, right? Right, yeah. They definitely they helped me a lot throughout the uh, beginning. And then kind of once they seen I was getting the hang of it, they kind of just let me uh, fly away and go do my own thing. <laughs> kind of cut the cord a little bit yep. and say, there, there you exactly. go. Three in the deep end mm. and there it is. Yep. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's the best way to learn, especially when you're coming in and young and everything. Uh, you know, oh, you gotta, yeah. gotta kind of got figured out. So for sure. Uh, and, and figured out you you did kind of worked up a little bit. Uh got here 2022, kind of snuck into uh Matt Chester Street Stock a little bit. Uh yeah. what was what was that transition like uh going from the front wheel drives to to the big street stock? It was definitely a, a big transition, that's for sure. You know, at the end of the year, I was like you know why? You know Tommy Gilmore was always uh, good buddies with my family, so I figured, well, why not? Let me get him up. I know he's got that street stock just sitting there, and maybe I can get my feet wet a little bit. And I think we ran three events with that car with me driving it. He brought it out, and uh, yeah, it, it turned out pretty good. You know for sure. Uh, the first race we had with it, my heat race, we uh, I was scheduled to start on the pole. So I was a little nervous about that, and I kept going back and forth. I'm like, I don't know if I want to start on a pole in this. And, you know, I kind of looked at the lineups and who was behind me. I said, all right, we'll go for it and go from there, and hopefully it works out good. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, we uh, we ended up winning the heat race in the first race. So that was that was pretty awesome. It definitely uh, made me pretty happy and want to keep giving that shot a class, but or that class a shot. But um, at the end of the year, you know, we didn't have any plans on running the street stock uh, coming into this next year. So, you know, that was pretty cool. It definitely uh, helped me uh, learn some things in the rear wheel drives and whatnot. What was, uh, what did you find the biggest difference to be or the biggest uh, or the hardest thing you had to kind of adjust to? The Usually like in a four cylinder, you got to kind of wind it up coming out of the corners or on restarts and whatnot. And, you know, in a rear wheel drive, it's like right there. Like you don't even have to worry about it. And also another thing is, you know, the hard racing, you know, and street stocks, they're, they will, they'll, uh, you'll get some hard racing in here and there and, and the competitions is very hard. So it was, it was pretty crazy, you know, having the difference between, uh, those two, but no, once I kind of got the hang of it, it wasn't too bad. And also like in a rear wheel drive, the car is usually a lot, pretty loose most of the time in a front wheel drive, you rarely get a car loose. It's usually tight through the center so that that was a pretty big difference right there yeah if you get one of them yeah. four cylinder <laughs> cylinders loose you got a bigger problem yeah oh yeah for sure uh so chris you're gonna have to translate for me a little, a little bit you just put wrecked cars on here and, so and yeah i don't i don't want to incriminate him too well, much I, I don't here. i don't remember the exact uh timelines but i know cameron what was it uh is either end of the season at the goblin at rockford or early in the season, because there was you were all set to run a, a pure stock, and I remember so I found a picture of the wrecked car at Grundy, and yep. I remember seeing there was a picture of a wrecked car from Rockford, and then all of a sudden you're in a street stock. So, yeah, a lot goes into this. So at the end of the year in '22, I got in a wreck at the Benhausen, and the car was pretty bad. I ended up with a concussion, so. We plan. We still plan on running the uh, short track nationals at Rockford, the two weeks after the Benhausen. So, we kind of gathered back up in the garage. I went to the doctor, figure out. You know, obviously she wouldn't let me race the doctor. So, 
I waited on Dan. She said in about two weeks he should be able to. So we were getting the car ready, fixing all the damage from the Benhausen. And um, so we went up to the Nationals after that. And I, we were uh, running the Nationals. I finished second. And then after tech, I ended up being the winner. So that made me feel pretty good after, you know, coming out, fixing the car. Made it all worth it, pretty much. So then in the, uh, I built a new, I scrapped that four-cylinder, built a new build over the uh, off-season of the 23 off-season, or 22 off-season. And going into 2023, this year, we ran the Sprint Classic at Rockford. First time with the car. We battled problems with the brakes all practice day on Friday. And then we were, and then uh, Saturday, it actually ended up snowing. So they moved the show to Sunday. And then I qualified, finally got the brakes working somewhat. And we ended up breaking out and qualifying. So I had to start in the back. We had a really fast car, by the way. It was the first time in this car. So I was happy with it. But, um, we ended up starting in the back of the feature and started my, making my way up. We were about three laps into the feature, and we got in a wreck with three other cars. So that car was that car was pretty tore up pretty good. So we went back. We, we were supposed to race at Grundy the next week, and after some discussion in the family, um, Christy had Christy Odom had the street stocks in there and she's like, why don't you run? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I should just wait a little while and not race full time this year and look at this thing, figure out what it needs. And then, yeah, I ended up in her street stock and I can't thank her enough for that. So that was a pretty awesome opportunity that she gave me. And yeah, we uh, started doing pretty good in that thing. And I figured, you know, this is what I want to do from now on. So we fixed up the four cylinder and sold it. And yeah, it all worked out pretty good. <laughs> yeah yeah i'd say yeah so. uh one know, thing i've learned is you never tell christy no i don't know if i want to yep, do that exactly because <laughs> she'll always talk you into it and my dad he wasn't any better he was not any better that's like you know peer pressure you know it's like it's what they yeah. have always warned you about but it's coming yep. from you know your parents too yeah <laughs> exactly ironic uh so, uh, you, you know, you run Enduros, you run the brackets, kind of run uh, a little bit of everything. Kind of talk about your experience running some of the Enduro stuff. Yeah, so the Enduros are probably the most fun I've ever had. We need to get Chris in a car <laughs> one of these times. But no, they're Yeah, really I know. Fun. I've told Christy no. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're coming soon. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've incriminated it, we have well, to okay. make that happen. A- after, after what Brian said about Jake Strake's car, I don't know. We'll see. we'll get you in a car here soon but no uh, we've been traveling around we uh my first enduro was in 22 um i ran an enduro car in m40 and that was the most fun i've probably ever had in racing so then grundy started up their enduros and we kind of just been running those here and there and there was a, it was like four days before the Enduro. My dad's like, we should build a car. I'm like, dad, I don't think we got enough time and whatnot. Well, we made it happen. And this rusty four-door Cavalier that we bought off the neighbor down the street. And it was like 300 bucks. So we cleaned it up, drew a little cage in there. And we ended up finishing third with that. Or no, it was fourth with that car. And then we, I ran that thing one more time and I was running up front and then a, broke on me so i sold it 
And then this season, or no, last season, uh, Trevor Stark offered me a car. He said, hey, man, you could run this thing if you build it and whatnot. So I built that thing, and we ended up finishing second with it at Grundy. It was that last Enduro to uh, Ryan Legacy. So I'm not too, uh, I'm not too sad about <laughs> Uh, getting second to him, he's, yeah, he's really second good to him is kind of like a win. Yep, yeah, he, exactly. He's, he's pretty much the enduro king around here. Oh yeah, so oh yeah, no so. doubt. That dude can wheel an enduro car. But uh, and then my dad ended up buying that car for Trevor, and he's like, I kept begging him, Dad, let me run this thing at M40 this year. So this year at the beginning of the year, we brought it to M40. He did. He set out this race, and uh, he let me. Actually, he owns two enduro cars and didn't race either of them. He let me and Zach drive them, so we had our fun in them. I ended up finishing third in that thing at 40 this year during the snow and the rain and whatever you call that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it was pretty fun. I, um, I'm hoping to run some more here soon. I'm hoping to be at Plymouth in uh, the beginning of April, hoping he'll let me drive that thing again. So, Yeah, from ev- everything I see and read, everybody just has a good time doing the enduros. Yeah. Um, but going back to the brackets, the Bahama brackets, man, it's like a hit or a miss. You know, one year we're way off the pace in the double B. The next year we're running a front in the single B. And then, you know, this year we uh, – that's a great event, by the way. I love that event. You know, weekend-long racing. Sometimes, you know, you don't really get a lot of those. And I know Grundy's trying to do some more, so that's pretty awesome for sure. But just a weekend-long hanging out with everyone, relaxing. But – uh. No, uh, this year we actually brought the street stock up there. I was shaking down the car for the brackets the week before Grundy, and we ended up blowing a motor. And, or actually, before that weekend, I blew up my normal motor that I run at Grundy Weekly. And then Eddie Wolf hit me up. He's like, hey, man, let's, you know, go ahead and put this motor in your car. So I said, all right, you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, we ended up having, we ran pretty good we were running up front i think we were running second and uh qualified second with that thing in the street stock division and ended up having engine problems in the feature so we mm, okay so yeah we blew that engine and i'm like all right i'm done racing for the year guys like i don't i'm done i've been tearing up too much stuff <laughs> i'm something always happens to me after the point season right so uh my buddy zach chanda he, he had just bought a street stock, and he had it sitting there, and he's like, well, why don't you pull the motor out of my car? I said, nope, I am not doing this. I've been through too much stuff lately. I'm not buying you motor, something happens. And I needed a rear end, too, so he said, okay, let's put them. Well, he started tearing apart his car, and ended up we all ended up putting the motor in the rear end in my car, and I brought, we brought the street stock up to Rockford, and, you know, that was pretty fun. It was definitely a whole different whole different world when you're in a rear wheel drive with that much power in Rockford, but it was fun for sure. I, uh, I enjoyed it and I can't thank him and my dad enough for, uh, really helping me get that car together for that event. You know, I gotta give you credit. I mean, you try to resist the peer pressure as much as possible. I mean, telling everybody no, but they just suck Some, you right in, man. Sometimes I just cannot get out of it. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned uh, in a minute ago Eddie Wolf. So, uh, yeah, speaking set. of peer pressure, yeah. Speaking of peer pressure, uh, yeah. Obviously, some news o- over the off season. They're going to be go driving their uh, new Mid Am car mm-hmm. uh, for for twenty twenty four, man. So, h- how did that come about? Honestly, it was at the brackets. And he, uh, the brackets, the Hama brackets this year, Rockford. And he, uh, you know, I was talking to him during the week 
during that uh, week of the brackets, and I'm like, hey, you know, I know you got that chassis sitting there. There's an old Sontag chassis. And he, uh, he's like, I'm like, how much do you want for it? He's like, I don't know if I really want to sell it. And he said, we'll talk about it at the brackets. I'm like, all right, whatever. So, you know, I go over, he's like, come talk. So I go over there in their camper, and he sits me down, and we're sitting there talking, and he's like, him and Kelly are like, uh, how about you drive mid-am for us next season? I'm like, what? Like, I only ran street stock for one season. No, no, I think you'll do really good. And I'm like, all right, you know, we'll give it a shot. So, yeah, I can't thank him and, you know, the whole Wolf family family enough for uh, giving me this opportunity this year. So I'm pretty excited about that one. That should be a – it's going to be a new – another new class. So uh, hoping we'll get the hang of it pretty quick, but – you know, I just can't thank them enough for uh, this opportunity and see what we could do. We're going to run a couple uh, – we're going to run Grundy full-time and a couple traveling races. So I think it'll be a good time. Any uh, goals for the year going into the new series here? Honestly, you know, at Grundy, I'd like to get rookie of the year and get a couple top fives and maybe throw a couple win heat wins or fast times and hopefully feature in there. But, you know, honestly, just getting some seat time, getting the hang of it and keeping the car clean. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, no, let's keep on the 2024 uh, bandwagon train here. Any other plans? We gonna see you in a street stock, pure stock, uh, more enduro stuff. What are we gonna see you in this year? Um, I'm hoping that I, I've been wanting to try those Crown Vicks out, so I'm hoping I can get a ride for one of those in the uh, you know, when the mid ams don't run. But I'm sure I'll end up in a four cylinder. Chrissy still's got her. Chrissy still has her car, so I'm sure I'll end up running that thing. You know, here and there, hopefully. And I'll definitely be running a couple of Enduros, probably mostly all Grundy's Enduros and, you know, a couple more events here and there, uh, the tracks around. So, yeah, you know, I can't really thank everyone enough that's helped me get these rides all year long and last year. And, you know, this year we got a lot coming up. I don't even own a car anymore, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> so I kind of, I'm just a driver now. and I You, you got it figured <laughs> out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Remi it reminds me of, uh, and Chris, you'll get this, Mikey Carpenter back mm -hmm. in the day, man. Have helmet, will travel. Yeah, and he <laughs> did, man. And he did. I, I, I swear, we're not too far away from there being a, a, a Grundy race night where you're running every division and <laughs> don't own a car. Yeah. Yeah, no, hopefully that that that'd be, that would be one for the books right there if I was able to get that done. But, no, I, uh, I really enjoy the four-cylinders. You know, they're awesome. You know, you don't really spend too much, but you also have – as much fun as you do in racing in any other division some nights so it's pretty cool there and the enduros for sure those you know 200 laps and you're like i don't know if i'll be able to make it through all this and it just goes by like quick can't even notice and you're having so much fun <laughs> yeah yeah hey I've, I've noticed that last year in the super cups you know just running yeah. things around they're mm -hmm. just they're they're super fun and yeah the races and stuff are over before you know it and you're like man i'm we're just getting going here you know yeah right <laughs> so, exactly yeah, like, that's the that's the worst nights is when you're like all right i'm getting comfortable and it's like well there goes the white flag all right we got one more <laughs> you're like i haven't done anything yet why what, what, what yeah. are we doing you know exactly <laughs> uh okay with all the negativity you know around especially on uh social media and stuff as far as yeah. race community goes man we we like to try to spread the positivity here and uh you know we got this initiative here the one positive initiative where we we you know every week uh and like to get our guests in in this as well is is give them a, a one positive thing that you see uh, in and around motorsports maybe one positive thing that you've experienced or you know firsthand or kind of seen uh, you know from a distance so uh, what would be uh, your one positive around the uh, or the racing community here? Honestly, I'm going to have to go with, like, the friendship. You know, you, you meet so many friends through racing. You, you need a partner. You need a hand help working on the car. And, 
you know, usually, you know, someone's always there and that, you know, that's how I found Eddie and whatnot. We, uh, we didn't really know each other when I first started racing. I didn't know who he was. He didn't know who I was. And we kind of just kept getting closer and it all ended up, you know, me racing one of their mid-ams this year. So that's pretty cool. But, you know, also, you know, obviously me and my dad were really close, but I feel like racing really brought me and him together, you know, between working on the cars every night and, you know, just kind of hanging out and thinking, well, what else, what else do we have, you know, but no, it's, it's pretty awesome. I think, uh, racing definitely helps bring uh, people together and it, I really some of my best friends are the uh, people that I met in racing you know I knew my buddy Zach forever during school but racing also brought us together you know I kind of brought him into racing and we've kind of been going through there he's he's got a couple wins under his belt and he'll be moving up this year so I'm pretty excited to see what he can do in that class and yeah I, I can't thank everyone enough honestly <laughs> Yeah, you know, and uh, you mentioned thanking everybody enough, you know, racing as a big community, we've all got a lot of people that help us, uh, you know, along the way, whether we're racing, whether we're taking pictures, uh, you know, every, every job we do in motorsports, there's a lot of people and, and, and supporters along the way, man. So we like to give everybody that comes on here an opportunity to, you know, shout out their sponsors, their crews, the family and everybody that helps them get to where they are. Yeah, I will. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank my dad. Obviously, he's helped me through a lot through this whole racing career uh chris yodam you know for letting me drive her street stock and whatnot uh my buddy zach chanda he's always been a good help even when he wasn't racing he was there changing motors with us too uh my mom she's always been there supporting me since the day i uh, started racing you know honestly everyone the family the friends the fans that come out and you know cheer me on and whatnot it, it feels pretty good so, uh, and then all my sponsors, Tim Coe, he's been with me pretty much since day one, Champion Drywall, Sontag Speed Supplies, um, who else am I forgetting here, <laughs> 93 Media, you know, he uh, he does all our media work, mine and Zach, so that's pretty cool, and uh, JNA Fleet, Fleet Maintenance, he came on the car last year. And I just can't thank everyone that's been helping me through this enough. It it feels pretty awesome, you know. Sometimes you just need that little help, and usually, you know, sponsors are always there for you, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, you know, it's you you you've come up the the ladder. I think one rung left, man. Late models. What are we what <laughs> nope. what, what are we doing? What, what <laughs> do we got? <laughs> too far not, man <laughs> i can't me and my dad always talked about that you know when i first started racing he's like late models you could do it if you want but you're gonna have to find some crew because i can't keep i can't keep doing this and the late models are a lot harder he uh he used to help my uncle brett back in the day so he knows what it's like and i don't want to work him too old too much he's getting too old on me <laughs> well you know see with all the connections he's got he's gonna say no so it means we're gonna see him in a late model later on this show. Uh, yeah yeah right <laughs> I, uh, that means that, that so, somebody means will getting... peer pressure him. oh no, yeah i'm yeah. sure i'm sure <laughs> someone will talk me into it yeah challenge is out now man yeah uh, for sure so cam man thank you uh for coming on tonight uh hopefully we didn't uh you know didn't scare you away man no come, come no, back I again, man. <laughs> no yeah that was awesome anytime you want me on let me know and i'll be here this is pretty cool i appreciate it guys thank you yeah we'll definitely have all our right. people call your people man <laughs> you guys have me. fun that is that is you yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah for sure at least you got it figured out man yeah but, uh, yeah cool man thank you for coming on man i look forward yeah, to seeing this track this year awesome we'll see you guys thank you all right thank you all right, and that was our interview with Cameron Preisler. Uh, I, I, you know, I said I was a jack of all trades earlier, man. Uh, yeah, 
he's the, the the jack of all series, man. He's got a lot going on. Uh, yeah, he's got, he he said he's not planning on driving a late model, but I I feel like that at this point it's just kind of an inevitable. Yeah, I feel like that's the natural progression. He'll get peer pressured into it, man. And you know, I, yep. I, give, him, I give him credit, like I told him, man. He's he's trying to resist the peer pressure, but it's not working <laughs> out for him very well. Yeah, I, I I can I can see you know waiting, see how he does in mid am, but man, the way that kid drives, I I would be surprised if he's not top five in points at the end of the year with you know a handful of heat wins. Well, feature win would not be out of the question. Man, he's uh, you know, he's gonna hear this and and, and gonna feel that pressure that you just put on, because <laughs> he he's he's gonna want to see you in victory lane, I'm sure. He is one of my frequent flyers down there, so I always look forward to him being down there. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, one one of the things that struck out to me uh, in, in talking to him, very humble, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, I, he was thanking everybody. I think after every time he talked. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's awesome to see, you know. Yeah. And, and you know, he's he's well connected and knows a lot of folks. And you know, I think uh, you know that 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 humbleness is that the word? Humbleness. Mm-hmm. It's, well, it uh, is now. It is now. Uh, I think it goes a long a long way with a lot of people, you know. And uh, yeah, you, know, you treat people right, people treat you right, and mm-hmm. that's, that's uh, part of the reason you get the opportunities to do. Plus, being fast in a race car does not hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially in that job. Yeah, 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 for sure. So a lot. So, you know, uh, I know, I know a lot of. Uh... A lot of drivers they can they can write checks but not necessarily drive the car yeah and you see that a lot more uh you know in this day and age where you're getting guys that are writing checks and uh, they don't know the first thing about working on the car or uh you know even in some cases know how to drive the dang thing um <laughs> but but yeah they 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 cut the check and and, and they're good to go whereas mm-hmm. uh you know you're talking about cameron he's talking about getting in the garage and helping uh you know 12, yeah. 13 years old and you know putting his own cars together and and mm-hmm. that's that's definitely what you like to see, especially you know, you're obviously you're going to see it a lot more at this level, but uh, you know, like putting in the work and getting the results out, you know, definitely yeah. one of those uh, situations where you, you get out of it, what you put into it. And he's definitely mm-hmm. doing the work and, you know, and, and, and reaping the, the benefits and rewards, uh, you know, and see, you know, Wolf family, uh, you know, they see enough yeah, to put him in. Got a some, man, so. He's got some good equipment under him and he's, he's definitely earned it. Yeah. So that'll be uh good to see. Uh, interested to see how he does this year. He's uh, he's been a mainstay out at the track for the last several years. So really mm-hmm. interested to see what he's got. All right, you know, and we and you know we we got him on a one positive. Uh, we did you know, obviously in that uh, you know relationships you make through racing and mm-hmm. obviously connections and networking that all helps. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's, we're we're both products of that. Yeah, and that's weaved into his story that uh, that we had too. So definitely, uh, definitely good one positive there. Any uh, any any one positives you got for for this episode? Uh, well, I I'm actually gonna cheat. Oh, I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna do two positives. Send you through tech, man. Well, yeah, right. So <laughs> Brian Brian's one positive is that Kelsey uh, is, is accommodating and lets him do this, even though it's her birthday and she's you know, has him out to dinner tonight, but the rest of the time, I'm sure he's, he's very happy that she's, she's, uh, allowing him to participate in all of our shenanigans. <laughs> so yeah, that would be so, shenanigans. Yeah. My one positive, I, it's, uh, okay. I'm going to cheat again. It's kind of the same one I did last time, but I'm making some progress in sorting those, uh, 90 shoe boxes of pictures and scanning negatives. And uh, I, 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 getting into that project i did not have any clue really what 
kind of undertaking it would be, but we're making progress. So there's that. And also one more positive because why not do three? Three is a good number. Do it for Dale. Doing it for Dale. Dale, yeah. So uh, uh, it's actually a negative that's a positive. So I'm going to miss RC racing uh, this weekend unless I show up or unless I show up really late, depending on how the day goes. But Tony Aldridge is getting married. So I got to go to his wedding because, you know, contractual obligations and friendly duties. So well, congratulations to Tony. Yep, Tony is a frequent flyer here on the Ileana Stock Car Radio. And spoiler alert, uh, we're trying to get him in uh, in a few well, Is, is that a spoiler? I think that's just a prediction. Uh, or no, maybe it is. It's, it's That's a prediction, not a spoiler. It's, yeah. It, if you go into this, this uh, season thinking Tony's not going to be a guest on, especially after we uh, kind of messed him around a little bit last year and had to come back later, yeah, Tony's definitely going to be on the uh, the short list of season previews we're planning. Yeah, so we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, my one positive, and I, I stuck to the plan. Only I only got one. <laughs> um, so my one positive, and I don't know if you've uh, been able to watch it yet, is the uh, new that uh, NASCAR Full Speed documentary docu series on I'm on episode five. So we finished episode five last night, and I tell you what, man, if that doesn't get you pumped up for race season, just period, mm-hmm. like and just ready to be back in it uh, all together, man, I, I is, don't know what what will. Is man. it bad that I'm yelling at the TV, saying, "No, I don't want to like Ross Chastain. Stop making him relatable." Well, I kind of thought the same thing about Denny Hamlin too. I'm like, I do not, well, yeah. like, I do not want to like the guy, but I mean. Yeah, yeah some, Denny. Some... Denny was. I was actually listening to one of the podcasts I listened to during work. They were yeah. talking about how Denny really just opened his doors, his race shops, his entire life to the to the uh, filming crew, and that uh, that's a good way to make yourself a star. Yeah, uh, and I, I do not want to like him, but you know some things he was saying, some things he was mm-hmm. doing. Obviously, racing, you know, with that bum shoulder and stuff, and and still well, kicking butt, you know. Last last Saturday, he still did beat your favorite driver. He did, but <laughs> you know, yeah, that's a different thing. Uh, you know, he, he got out. He said that, which it was forced. It was it was mm-hmm. it was okay the first time. The second time was just corny. Yeah. One, but dude wasn't getting booed <laughs> you know it's like they're actually kind of cheering for him but yeah uh, you know so so i guess pick your moments a little bit better but you know i digress uh yeah. but yeah so just you know that whole series coming out to, to be able to focus on stock car racing to have a docuseries like that mm-hmm. um just it, timing and everything just gets you fired up for the right. season man. yeah so that's that's gonna be my positive uh for i like it this and you know you know what else that series is doing Something that I've been complaining about pretty much since the uh, NASCAR boom period ended is these drivers don't have personalities. And (laughs) here we are showing that these drivers do have personalities. They're just, you know, got a microphone up in their face on race day, got to list all the sponsors. And by then the interview is over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely, uh, you know, some of the corporate dealings and whatnot kind of take over there. But uh, yeah, you see the guys, they do have some personality. Uh, you know, I'm not, you know, Christopher Bell, he's got a lot of talent, but uh, he's he's about as vanilla as, you know, a, a, a vanilla ice cream cone like from Dairy Queen over here. Um, so, but kind of see a little bit of him, uh, you know, kind of come out of their shell and kind of be a little mm-hmm. bit snarky, a bit of a smart, smart mouth to, to the Netflix guys for, you know, not not really focusing on him, but uh, mm-hmm. he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. So kind of a you yep. know, neat little niche in his personality there. So seeing a little bit. So, so that's going to be my one positive, just getting geared up for the season here. Uh, Daytona is just a week away after some yep. 
football game this week. Um, <laughs> I believe it's a Taylor Swift concert. Where oh, yes. The football game broke out. Yes, the Taylor Swift Bowl. Uh, you know, because every other award show and whatnot, we show her more than, you know, whatever's going on. So I'm sure I'm sure Sunday's game will be the same way. But we digress. As soon as that's over, we can we can focus on going around in circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you mentioned it a little bit ago. Uh, you are neck deep in, <laughs> in negative. No, I, I think it's over my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I saw, I saw some of the pictures. Yeah. I think you were yeah. you know, over your head there. Yeah. So our, our plan is to have at least, you know, our old Ileana stuff and the Andy Grodd collection at the memorabilia show. And if you, God, I don't want to think about how soon it is. I'm not going to look at the calendar cause I'm going to panic. Okay. I won't tell you that it's a month away. Uh, thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, our, our plan is to get, you know, Andy's prints and our old Ileana prints sorted and squared away. Um, it Scanning negatives takes an just absolutely obscene amount of time. So that, that's, that's going to be a prolonged project. Um, so it'll just be, you know, what we have prints of is what we have prints of. Eventually, there'll be more. And then the website is, you know, I'm still still relearning how to do websites honestly because the the service that we're on right now you know it's we we've outgrown it a little bit but now having to build it myself everything has changed since the last time i built a website so i'm having to learn how to build a website and also rebuild our website at the same time which is super fun it looks like you're having a blast oh yeah (laughs) yeah you think i'm buried in pictures look at the digital stuff yeah buried in code yeah (laughs) that right uh so yeah a lot going on over there the s4 motorsports shop here will be uh here pretty soon i think we're i don't know have stands done beating the streets uh you know knocking people's doors down for money i I don't think he's ever done doing that. i don't think he's ever really done doing that i think you're right (laughs) but uh working on that here but uh it's about this time of the year we really get working on race cars it's about time your uh, graphic designers got to work yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, we, we've set the challenge out for the graphic designer, at least uh, for the little car this year. So yeah, uh, not well. No, he's got you working on the big car too. So uh, yeah, I'm. The list of projects I have going on right now is ridiculous, and the amount of time you have to do it is probably decreasing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be March Madness. Yep, this is the uh, Motorsports March Madness incoming. Mm. Uh, so, uh, that being said, make sure if you are watching this and you like what you see, make sure to hit that like yeah, and subscribe um, button. Yeah, there somewhere. Down there somewhere. Here on YouTube, like and subscribe. Hit the little bell and not- get notified when we post new content. As Chris mentioned, we are trying to do that more frequently. We do have some uh, episodes coming up. Uh, last year, we did the Promoters Roundtable or uh, a series where we kind of went through all the local tracks. We have the promoters an opportunity to come on and preview the seasons. We look forward to doing that again this year. And then also uh, the... Chicago Land Memorabilia Show here coming up in March, where we'll be out there recording an episode. So uh, hopefully we will have some of your uh, favorite or most popular uh, uh, guests stop by, and you never know really who we're going to pick up. Yeah, it's kind of luck of the draw. And I, I heard uh, I heard through the grapevine that we might be farther up front, so we might get to see more people and uh, you know accost them with a microphone. I mean, I mean politely ask if they'd be willing to say a few things. 
Right. Yeah. We, we, you know, we, we were very polite about it. Uh, you know, we, we, we politely forced them to sit down and, and talk to us. So, <laughs> uh, so it's, it's okay. So it'll work. So a lot coming out. So make sure again, like, and subscribe here on YouTube, check our social medias, Facebook and Instagram at Ileana SCR. Uh, got some, uh, things going on in the brain that we're, that we're going to be doing to, uh, this Instagram page here coming up. Um, and, uh, you know, trying to make sure that you guys have a preview of, of what we've got coming here, uh, for each episode. So working on some stuff in the background, uh, but for the foreground, man, hope you guys enjoyed episode 82 of the Alien Stock Car Radio. I want to thank Cameron Preisler for coming on board. Uh, really looking forward to seeing what he does this year, Chris. Oh, absolutely. I, when, uh, when I got the, the message, Hey, I need you to design a mid-am. From Eddie Waltz, like, okay, let's put another 88 in. Oh, no, that, that's that's not an 88. That's a five. What's going on here? So, yeah, really excited for him. He is, he is a great kid, and he can drive the wheels off anything. And we look forward to doing that here in 2024, watching him drive the wheels off it. And uh, the rest of you racers out there, man. So you all better be working on your cars, man, because we are, uh, you know, I think here pretty soon, man, we're, we're going to be requesting you guys to send us pictures of your car. So, again, keep watching the uh, the old social channels at Ilian SCR for posts, information, all that good stuff from us, your favorite podcast in the Chicagoland area for, for motorsports and stock car racing. It better be your favorite. I mean, come on. What other <laughs> options are there? You know, only show in town's got to be the favorite. Uh, either way, I like I'm I'm my mom's favorite oldest child. Hey man, whatever you got to tell yourself, whatever helps you sleep at night. So let me just go with it here, right? Uh, so I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week, man. Hope you guys enjoyed the show, and we look forward to keep to just you know keep on keeping on doing what we're doing. Seeing you guys next time, and uh, great pump, pumping out these interviews. So uh, hey, if there's anybody you guys want to see, message us. Uh, you know, get a hold of Chris, myself, Brian. Yeah. Uh, if if you want to step up and volunteer, a more power to you and B. Send us a message. Yeah, exactly. So uh, volunteer somebody. We you know, volunteer them. I don't care. Whatever. Make our lives and a little easier. Bob, Bob, before you send us a message, we know you want to be on. We're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> that is in process. We'll have our people get a hold of your people. Which he's out to dinner tonight. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that being said, again, thank you everybody for watching. Look forward to seeing you guys on the next one.